0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Parafair today. And today's topic is, what are you in denial about? And I think all of us, as we listen to our story, and as I look at the story, I, I'm i trying, as I put this story together, and as I look at this story, and I read this story, we're not here to point fingers at people. We're here to get ourselves better. So as we listen to our story, and we come back, and we talk more about how sometimes we are, you know, we're guilty of this. So let's listen to our story. We'll be back in a few minutes, and we'll see you then.
1: Rose was in a place of struggle and denial. Her kids had recently been taken away from her because she had been caught trying to drive high on heroin with them in the car. The fact was that she had done much more than that. She had been prostituting herself to support her drug addiction, and she usually had the kids with her while she did it. She had also been putting the drug addiction before her kids, which meant that they had sometimes gone days not eating a good meal. Yet... Rose was denying all of it She was denying it to her friends and family And she was denying it to herself She told everyone that she was not using drugs And this was all a big mistake She blamed everyone else The people who called CPS The police And anyone else she could think of But, her story about what happened had a lot of holes And didn't make any sense And everyone knew that she was lying Soon, she had not only lost her kids, but her family and friends stopped supporting her as well. They were disgusted by her lies and the life that she was living. Rose went on for months doing heroin and prostituting herself. She didn't fight for her kids. She didn't even fight for herself. She just lived in a constant state of need, misery, and denial. Then one day she was raped and beaten by a client in a motel. Housekeeping found her the next morning and called an ambulance, and she was taken to the hospital In the hospital, she continued to deny doing drugs and prostituting Inside, all she wanted to do was get back out and do the very things she was so passionately denying In her bedside table, there was a mirror It was supposed to fold down, but for some reason it was stuck She told the nurse and the nurse said she would look for another table but in the meantime, it was all they had. Rose was forced to look at herself as she ate, read magazines on her table, and combed her hair. She had never looked at herself in the mirror as much as she had in the short hospital stay, and as she did, she realized something. The drug use was obvious. The hopelessness in her eyes was obvious. Rose broke down crying and finally found the courage to admit the truth. Her life was horrible and getting worse by the second. She admitted that she was the reason her kids were taken, not anyone else. She admitted that her choices had led her to this place, and she had no one to blame but herself. Once she found the courage to admit those things, her life changed. She was able to admit that she needed help, and because of that she was able to get help. She was able to admit that she had been a bad mother and was to blame for what had happened, and that allowed her to work on herself and do what needed to be done to get her kids back. Her courage helped to gain the respect of her family and friends back, and suddenly she had a lot of love in her life that she desperately needed. And all it took was staring the mirror and allowing herself to see the truth behind her lies. Welcome back
0: from our story. Very interesting story about our main character, Rose Very interesting story Interesting story about our character, Rose And as I look at the story And as I look at some things that she was going through And as I was trying to format this Like I always do I talk about some things that stood out to me Some things that were confusing to me Some things that I agree with And I I will go with the things that I agree with first Is we all need to look in the mirror every now and then Every morning that we wake up Sometimes we have to look in our mirror and realize what's going on with us. Sometimes we may have bags in our eyes. Sometimes we may, you know, something may be not feeling well with us. Our eyes may be a little droopy. But we have to look in our mirror. And this is why it's there, is to see how you look to other people. So if you're dragging through the day and and you don't have that nice look on your face, you need to look at the mirror and, and try to figure out what's going on with you. And what's, and why are you acting that way? Because a lot of times what happens is we're, we're so rushing through life and, and we don't want to look at ourselves. We, we, we hate to see ourselves getting older. But the thing is, as I look at myself in the morning, as I look and I get myself ready, I'm, I, that, that motivates me. Because I, I looked at this story and I said, that's your motivation. You never want to get to that level. If you need to look in the mirror and you hate looking in the mirror... Do something about it. Do something about it. Don't sit around and feel sorry for yourself. Do something about it. Because a lot of times we want to be in denial that we are getting older. We are getting older. And maybe some things are, aren't are working as well as they used to. But we have to get into that fact that when we look in that mirror and say, you know what? Like just a few minutes ago, I looked in the mirror. I said, you know what? You're doing all right. You're looking pretty good. Whatever you're doing, keep it up. If it's your diet, let's work on that. If it's exercising more, let's work on that. Because what happens is we want to sit around and we want to blame all our circumstances. As I looked at this story, I realized this person, they wanted to point fingers at everyone that was around them. It was somebody else's fault. And I, I'm, I'm work, this is hard for a lot of people, is we're constantly have to work on ourselves about taking ownership of some of the actions that we have, we have done in the past. It's not easy. Because it's easy to blame someone else. Oh, it's this person's fault, that person's fault. If I had this, it would be better. If I had that, it'd be better. And then when we get these things, we have to do something with them. We actually actually do something with them. I'm looking at this new new machine for this for this business. I'm thinking about investing in. And the and the the machine is. I looked at it and it's it's a beautiful machine, and it costs about five to six thousand dollars. But the machine is able to do all these wonderful things. And the machine that we have now, it, it's OK. But if we have that one and I told myself, if you purchase that one, that machine has to work every day. Just like some of the equipment that I have gotten for the podcast. I said that podcast equipment can't just sit around in a box week after week. You have to get out and you have to produce content every day because I said, OK, I, have, I, I need this. And then when we get it, what do we do with it? What do we do with it? A lot of times I hear people all the time, they're always telling me that they need to have this and need to have that. And they get, they get blessed and they get these things, but they never do anything with them. They never do anything with them. And as I looked, in, I looked at this story, I noticed that sometimes we want to sit around in misery. And that's one thing the, the, the character did was they, they sit around and they were in misery. They just sat around and, and felt like everybody was out to get them and how the system was coming down on them and how this and this. And I had this conversation with somebody the other day, and I, I want to feel, I, I know that I am very lucky to have the things I have, but I have to put some work out there too. I, I can't sit around and wait for things to come to me. If I want things, I'm going to have to put the work in. And I wish there was a better secret to tell you but if you want something, you're going to have to make some sacrifices. Today, I, w- I was looking at this new venture. Like I said, looking at a new machine I was looking at. And I was looking at some other things. My mind is always going about how do you get better? What can you do to get better? Because I don't want to sit around and, and, and feel bad about the situation I have, about some of the things I have purchased and paying them out, off the way, getting them out the way. I don't, I don't want to sit around and feel bad about that. I said, you made the purchase. Now, get rid of the purchase. Put the work in. Don't just wait around for it to happen. And I think that's what happens to us a lot. We get in misery because we're waiting for everything to be given to us. And another thing that I I liked about the story was the fact of denial. This person was in denial that they needed help. They were needed. They actually needed some help. And to think about a lot of times, the help that she got was outside help. People were trying to help her and she was in the denial. She just wanted to get back out and she was in the hospital. She just wanted to get back and, and start doing her thing again. She was in denial of, of things that were going on in her life. And a lot of times we are in denial. I'm, I'm in denial about some things sometimes. I'm in denial. And it, it, it's, it's, it's okay to be in denial if you're going in the right direction. It's, it's okay to be in denial But if it's a negative denial, it's a positive denial and a negative denial. If it's hurting your family, it's hurting your kids, it's hurting your relationships with your family, then you're in denial. But if you're positive about it and you have a system in place, and I can't emphasize this enough, you have to have a system in place of where you are digging yourself out of your situation so that denial is a positive denial. Yeah, I I may be on drugs right now But this is the things that I'm gonna do to get myself better. I may be in debt right now, but I have a system in place every day. I'm gonna chip at it and work at it and work at it and work at it. You can't just sit around and say, okay, I owe this much on a credit card. Eh, it's okay if it just sits there. That's not a plan. You gotta have a plan. Every day that you wake up, you gotta get yourself up and you gotta have a plan. You gotta say, how am I gonna get rid of this situation today? What can I do step by step by step by step to get rid of that situation? And as I look at our I look at our main character, Rose, and I looked at how your her kids were hungry. The kids were taken away from her. She was doing drugs. All these signs, all these signs that, hey, get yourself together. Your kids are sitting there hungry. I know sometimes my son, he'll come over to me. He said, Dad, I'm hungry. And I said, all right, let's get something to eat. I'll drop what I need to do to make sure he has something in his belly so he feels good. But I have to realize that food that's in the refrigerator, I have to make a sacrifice. His mother has to make a sacrifice of working and, and dealing with certain things at, at work. So it's not just the refrigerator it has food in it all the time. You have to put in the work to put the, the food in the refrigerator. It's not just going to just drop in there because, you know, your kids are going to be hungry. I know he's going to be hungry. I know he's going to want certain things to eat every day. So that's right. There is my motivation to get myself up, to get myself going, to make sure that when he sees that, oh, I'm hungry. There's stuff in there. And I, I, I wish I could say I took ownership of that. And I was. But that's how I was raised. I saw my family. I saw my mother and my father get up and go to work. My wife, she has watched her parents get up and go to work because they wanted food in that refrigerator because they knew that the kids would get hungry. And we were, we, we grew up in a a house where whatever's in the refrigerator, if you want to eat it, you eat it because that's how it is. We We never were raised in a house where that's such and such, that's dad's, that's mom's, that's your sisters, that's yours. It was, never, it was never broken down like that. Because we want, they wanted to show us that we're out there working to make sure that you guys learn this trick. So that when you have kids, you don't want them to go to the refrigerator and say, well, I, I wish I could have this. But I didn't work hard enough. My mom and dad, thats theirs. they worked hard for that. So that's their little section over there. And when you work hard, because you you want your family to be comfortable, you want your family to be better, you don't want your family to be struggling, because you have to make sacrifices. Some of the sacrifices that I make for my family, I don't think they're big sacrifices, but they are. Because the things I have to do, it's what you have to do. And you have to make good decisions. And sometimes the decisions we make, they will affect you for a couple of years. I have some decisions I have made that are still affecting me. But I have a plan in place to get rid of these situations. And the thing about the story, and as I look at Rose, and I look at not just focusing on her, sometimes we start getting worse. We're getting worse in our behavior, We're getting worse in our, our spending or our little bad habits. And we still don't see the signs of how it's destroying you. Because we we think that we know what's best for us. We know what's best for us, but we don't. Sometimes we don't know what's best for us. Sometimes we have to have that. Like and I like how the, the person came in her life and they tried to help her. and They tried to talk to her about what she needs to do. And you're going to have that talk. I had a talk with someone last night about making good decisions. And how this person was, um, they were sleeping in her car. They were sleeping in their car. He said they were sleeping. He slept in his car about a year and a half. And uh, he was stopped at a liquor store. And he passed out. He passed out at a liquor store. And his brother was in that area somehow or another and saw his car and knocked on his window. And he said, hey, man, what, what are you doing here? He said, I saw your car here. Give me your keys. Give me your keys. You're going home with me. I, I, we, we, you know, we, we can do better than this. And so he took his keys. He has, I guess his brother has wife with him. She said, my wife will take my car. I'm going to take your car. We're going to go home. We're going to clean you up. Because we, 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 I can't have you out in the streets looking like this. So you're going to have people in your life that will come out and will rescue you. But if that guy was in denial and said, you know what, man, I, today's not the right day. He's still been out there. But he said that, that was his changing point when his brother came and got him. And a lot of times we will see these signs where we need to get it together. I see signs every day where I say, OK, I can make this decision, but it's not going to be a positive one. So I'm not going to do it. If it's a negative situation, I really don't want to be a part of it. So I have to like that motivates me every day is like what do I have to get done today. Today, I have like eight things I need to get done. I'm getting them done. It's a positive thing. But I have to understand that the decisions I make will not affect. It's going to affect my family in a positive way. And the thing is, I, a lot of times I hear people give me advice. And I was talking, like as I was talking to this guy last night. People will give you advice, and you're like, "Ah, you don't know what you're talking about." But it is true. People, when people give you advice, they're telling you. But sometimes we have, actually have to go through it. To understand what they're talking about and then he said oh, okay that makes sense that makes sense but we have to learn the thing is we're all gonna make mistakes we're gonna make mistakes I'm not gonna say I live a perfect life and rose and this and this and point fingers at her we all make mistakes I was working with someone yesterday and we were putting this project together and they were telling me all the reasons why they couldn't do this project And then I said, I told them, I said, oh, you can do it, but you got to say some positive words to yourself. I said, when I first started doing things, it was difficult in the beginning. But now, after the first try, I didn't get it right. The second try, the third try, even now, sometimes I still make mistakes. And then a couple minutes later, they they stayed with it. The person stayed with the project. They stayed with the project. And then they said, oh, I got it. It's easy now. And the other people that were around them, they were like, well, how did you do it? She said, it was very simple. I didn't give up. I told myself I can do this. And you have to fill yourself with positive words every day. Because there's going to be tons of negative things that are going to try to push you down. Just keep keep moving, keep trying, and keep going to the next level. Well, I want to thank you again for joining us on the Parafair today. And it's been very interesting how we looked at this story and how we have to really take ownership of a lot of things that we do. And you can't be in denial about a lot of things. And it's okay to be in denial, but long as it's a positive denial, that you have a plan of getting yourself out of it. And if it's in denial that, oh, I'm, I'm going to do this and do that, and it's hurting you, hurting your family, hurting everyone around you, it's not a good thing. And as we go out today, make sure you take a look in the mirror and and look at yourself, examine yourself and say, you know what? I'm going to get better today. I'm going to get better today. Don't be afraid of that mirror because I noticed in the story, Rose was afraid of that mirror. Sometimes we are afraid of the mirror because we realize we have made some bad choices. But the mirror, let's pick that mirror a positive place. When We look at that mirror, smile in that mirror. and say, you know what? I like what I see in this mirror. I really like what I see and it's going to get better for me. Okay. well, thanks again for joining us on the Fair, and we will see you on the next one. Bye bye.
1: This week's episode has come to
0: an end, but the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time.